Okay, so let's all open up our reading is fun books to page 69. 69. <laughs> LIW, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. How's it going? How's it hanging? What's going on with you? How are you doing? How's the family? Are you not doing well? That's not doing great. That sucks. So, guys, I, I just, I, I, I'm. This is what episode one hundred and four. I can't believe I fucking. I did the whole season. I watched the whole season in like two days. I mean, there's only six episodes, but you know, I got a lot going on, and I stayed up to like three in the three or four in the morning, whatever, and watched the rest of the season. This was a couple of days ago. It's been a little while. I've had a little space in between. There, there and now. So, this is... I like this episode a lot. I really do. It's got a lot going on. We see some new characters. We see some a different perspective. And also, it goes nowhere. So, it really is The Walking Dead. This episode is, is fully encapsulated in, in The Walking Dead. It's re- if, like, if you were to take a small sample size, this would be the episode. You're like, oh, I like these characters. Yeah, well, they don't, they don't come back and they don't matter anymore. So, there you go. And you're like, oh... Okay. Yeah, don't don't even think about them again. But why do you spend so much time? Don't even fucking think about them, okay? <sighs> Andrea and Amy are in a fishing boat. They're talking about their dad and how he taught them differently because they're 12 years apart. And then Andrea taught her a, a wet knot. And then Amy taught Amy's, he taught her a dry knot. And they, they're like, this is dumb. And he's like, maybe they, he taught us different because we're different. Like, Andrea had to keep it to feed the family, and Amy had to throw them all back because that's what they needed. And they realized their dad was awesome. And I'm like, their dad does sound awesome. I'll give him that. Um, and I was like, okay, this, this is going to go somewhere. Amy's going to be a really important character later. This is before I read the comic when I watched this show. Not that not this watched it, but the first time. I'm, I'm thinking back to the first time I watched this show when it first came on on the air. Um, Jim is digging graves, and um, not the nice, not not the best thing to do when you're trying not to freak out everybody you live with is just, just randomly start digging a bunch of graves. It's very creepy. I mean, they're not called. I mean, it's just a hole in the ground, but they're like human size, which is what makes them graves. I guess I don't know. I think you need a body in there to be a grave, but an empty grave is still called an empty grave, right? So, so yeah, he's digging graves. Okay, I just taught myself into calling them graves again. Dale shows up. He's very concerned, obviously. It's like one of those things where, like, when they question him, I'm going to skip forward a little bit on this story plotline. It's like, he's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just, I'm just digging. Leave me alone. I'm not hurting anybody. It's like, yeah, but, yeah. It's kind of like uh, being a peeping Tom. Yeah, you're not actually hurting anybody, and if they don't know about it, they don't know about it, but yeah, still really fucking weird, and you need to stop for sure. For sure. Just stop doing it, sir. They, um, back in Atlanta, they're following Merle's trail of carnage, and they're like following, like, it should be more blood, he must have tied it off with a with his belt, and this is what I was talking about in the last episode of this show. Um, you know what I didn't do yet? Hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to episode 69 of The Walking Dead Review, LAW Walking Dead Review. 69. That's why I did the Billy Madison thing in the beginning. Ha 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 ha. I don't really, not really my style of humor, but you know, I thought it'd be fun for you guys, and I like Billy Madison a little bit. So there you go. Today's episode is 104 Vatos. I, don't, I never said any of that shit. I'm, I'm not with it right now. I got too much on my plate. 
to hear how much I have on my plate, go back and listen to 103's episode. Anyway, the um, yeah, they're following his trail of carnage, and he's like, not, not, there's not that much blood, so they're like, all right, he tied him off. Like I said, there's some dead zombies. They're like, you made it this far. There's a, and then they find a stove in a different room with the, with the flame still going, because why bother turning it off at this point? I don't know. I guess Merle's an asshole, and he, I guess when you're bleeding to death, and you know, you have to cook your own fucking hand. You're not exactly in the the best state of mind to turn turn off appliances. They they see the belt on the stove, so he must have cauterized the wound. They look out the window, and there's broken glass, which leads to the fire escape. And they're like, and he's gone. They're like, we'll go down and we'll look around for a couple blocks. But other than that, Daryl, we have to fucking go. And Daryl's like, fair enough. And I was like, wow, Daryl actually was like understanding there he's up until this point daryl has been a, a raw emotions that's all he is really and that's why i said uh, daryl's interesting character and why he's so um, important to the show later is that he actually he's so loyal to merle that when he eventually chooses the group over merle you realize how much he cares about the group and how he'll do anything for the group so when you get to episode 703 and they're like trying to break him down and trying to torture him and trying to get him to become with Negan. You realize he's not going to do that. He's he's not going to go against them ever. He 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 chose them over his brother. That's not going to fucking happen. I mean, he eventually did, unless I'm remembering this completely incorrectly. In which case, I'll find out when I get there. Anyway, the um, Shane, you know, he's like, dude, you need to stop digging holes, Jim. Can you stop? Can you stop doing that, please? And we're worried about you. And eventually, he has to tackle him. And he's like, nobody's going to hurt you, dude. Nobody's going to hurt you. And then Jim says that. He's like, that's what they said. That's what I thought when, that's what I told my family, my wife, when my two boys were eating. And then they were eating. And I only escaped because they were so busy eating my fucking family. And I was, you're like, oh, God, Jim's been through some shit. Which is weird because in the last episode, when he was making that little trade agreement with uh, Rick and all them, he seemed perfectly fine. Seemed level. Now he's like a fucking lunatic. He just... I feel like they cut a couple scenes where he was churning that way, or he says he had a, he had a dream about, he's like, I had a dream, you know, they started digging holes. And you're like, okay, something's going on with this fucking guy. But it was just like, out of nowhere, he's digging holes. Like, oh, you, okay, well, I guess we're doing this then. <laughs> like, oh, no, I guess I'll do, you know, I'll do the crazy thing. Why not? And he flipped a coin. What the fuck happened? I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. Harvey Dent showed up, and he's like, you know what? You're going to be crazy. We're going to let loose. <sighs> Anyway, Glenn is coming up with a plan for them to go get the bag of guns and look for Merle at the same time. And he's like drawing this thing on the ground. He's using like like a salt shaker. Like this is this is Daryl. You go here and like a little car. He's like this is the tank and this is where the bag of guns is and this is the hallway and this, or alleyway and this is another alleyway. And he's coming up with this really complicated plan that sounds really good. And it's like a really good plan. Even Rick's like, wow. And Daryl's like, what do you used to do before you, before this happened? He's like, deliver pizzas. And they're like, yeah. And I expected like a, like a, like expected a little, little drum roll there. I don't know what the fuck. It was weird. But he's really good at this sort of stuff, apparently, because, you know, <clears throat> Asian. And uh, Daryl runs into a man. Um, and he, they hit each other. They, they fall down. And the guy keeps yelling, Ayudame, I don't know what that means in Spanish. Maybe that means something. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I thought I was going to look it up, and I completely forgot. So here we are, and I'm just going to go ahead and not look it up because I don't feel like typing into a computer while I'm talking to you guys. This feels a little strange, although in this time I could have. So uh, wasted opportunities are a lesson to learn. The, um, some guys show up. Some Vatos show up. That's why the episode's called Vatos. They beat up Daryl with a bat, and then they 
Glenn shows up and they beat Glenn with a bat. And I'm like, this <clears throat> feels familiar for Glenn to get beaten with a bat. Um, there's a very famous scene later on that Glenn gets beaten with a bat. Um, I won't spoil that for you, but it's a little bit different, a little bit different outcome. It wouldn't have been so uh, dramatic had it happened here. Anyway, the Avatos try to take the bag, the gu- uh, bag of guns, which they do have. Um, but they eventually have to settle for Glenn. They take Glenn away in the car, but they leave the one guy behind that they, the original guy. I think his name's Miguel, right? Um, so they, uh, the, the fucking, okay, I, I got a question. I got I to go off topic here for a few seconds, maybe a minute or two. Miguel, the Vatos guy, he has a pot leaf tattooed on his neck be, because I assume he smokes pot. And I, I'm gonna say it's the di- I'm gonna say something's different, but I'm also gonna say it's the same. So I'm gonna I'm gonna compare and contrast right now. Okay, so if I'm all over the place and I can't make up my mind, it's because I'm thinking through this as I'm doing it. I don't I don't I don't have a plan right here. I just have a couple notes. I the the pot tattoo, the pot socks. Pot shirts, pot hats, marijuana leaf, I should say. Not pot, but like you see the marijuana leaf on fucking everything. You see guys in public wearing marijuana leaf socks and fucking shirts and hats. Hats are big, in, especially in Arizona. I see that shit fucking everywhere. We're, this, this is a state where guys pretend to be gangsters for no reason. Like they wear those fucking flat brim hats with marijuana leaves on them and, or like the area coat. And it, it, it fucking... I don't understand. I don't understand. Pot smokers give some give drinkers like a ton of shit, but we don't get beer bottles tattooed on our goddamn necks. We don't have hats with beer bottles. Like I understand we have like the Miller High Life shirt, but that's like a shirt they send you out. It's a it's the same, but it's different. I get it. And people that smoke a lot of pot have like those fucking posters and their those black light posters hanging up. It's like the pot leaf one, or even just like a weird Pink Floydy thing. I don't know, but I also. You have to go, yeah, it's stupid, but then beer bot- beer drinkers have those, like, neon lights outside bars, but then it, it's it's infuriating, but I also agree it's kind of the same, but I just, I don't get the tattoo. I don't get why they're so fucking proud of it. I also don't, uh, I also don't see why drinkers are so proud of it. It's just a drink. You put it in you, and then it's gone. I don't know why you have to do that much more than that. I don't, I don't put my drink, like, if I was really into tea. Like Lipton tea. I wouldn't fucking get a, a neon Lipton sign on my goddamn wall. I don't understand association via your hobbies. Not hobbies. Not even hobbies. I guess what I'm trying to say is drinking isn't a hobby to to people. It's what They drink. It's like a thing they do. But it's not their lifestyle. Unless you're like a fucking severe alcoholic. But then you don't really talk about it. My point is pot smokers are like, yep. Hey, everybody. I fucking smoke pot. I fucking smoke it, and I fucking love doing it, and I want to put it on my goddamn neck. Drinkers don't do that. Drinkers get together and drink, and they don't fucking talk about it afterwards, really. They tell drink drinking stories because they're funny, but they don't, like, advertise as wildly and as, as over-the-top as, as pot smokers do. I don't understand why they have to do that, but... I, I, again, at the same time, I don't give a shit if you smoke pot, smoke all the fucking pot you want. I just don't understand why you why they have to advertise it and everything. Like, once I saw the marijuana leaf socks, I was like, all right, game over. What the fuck are we doing? Are, are we are we children? Chil- like, when I was super into, like, Batman as a kid, I had Batman socks and Batman shoes and Batman hat. That was a fucking six-year-old. What the fuck are you doing, you grown adult? You goddamn grown-up. Like, oh, my God. 
I feel the same way if you have, you know, Coors Light everything. Grow the fuck up. Stop it, stop it, stop it. It's not the same as wearing, like, a jersey for a team you like because you don't get to sit around and look at your beer bottles. You just drink it, and then you drink that while you watch the sport, and so go ahead and root for the sport. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just all over the place. I realize that. It just really bothers me that people do this, and I, that was me getting through that shit, and thanks for the therapy. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I don't know where that, if that went anywhere. I don't know. I'm, I'm too... Uh, frazzled and all over the place right now so um they they eventually get this information out of miguel that um guillermo is their leader and then they go there to find glenn to his building he offers them a trade but he wants the bag of guns so they're like all right well we'll be back and he's like you either come back with the bag of guns or you come back arm you know guns out ready to ready to, ready to shoot and they're like all right so <laughs> later on they go back to guillermo's after they talk about it and they go inside, and then they pull out their guns, and he's like, are you guys ready? Like, you, you ready for the trade? He's like, no, no, you don't understand. You get, We're doing the other option. And they all pull out their guns, and it's like a big standoff. And then Abuela comes out, I, some old lady. I, I don't know if Abuela means something in Spanish. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not going to go down that road. Um, you know what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to guess. It means um, old lady. It means old lady in Spanish. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a weird true fact? It means old, tiny lady that doesn't understand the situation. Because she's old, she doesn't understand that 65 people have fucking guns pointed at each other. I know she's supposed to be old and, like, kind of senile. But a little over the top. Everyone has a goddamn gun pointed out. And they're always like, okay, stop. My, my grandma's here. It's, um, was it Felipe's grandma, right? And then she takes him back. She's like, you're here for that little Asian fellow, right? And she takes him back to the nursery home, which they're all protecting. And I'm like, oh, Latinos aren't so bad. Guys, they're, they're stand-up citizens. Is that? I feel like that's what the episode was trying to say. It's called Vatos. They named it after the fucking people, after these guys. And then, oh, they're good guys. Oh, they're good. They're watching over these old people. Come on, they can't be that bad. And it's like, I was... You didn't have to make them bad in the beginning. They're only I'm only surprised they're not bad because you made them bad. And no, they're not. I don't I don't know why that was such a like rug pull. I don't fucking understand. So Guillermo reveals he was a janitor and Felipe was some sort of nurse. And then everybody abandoned them. Old people were just left on their own, so they decided to take care of them. And he's like, These people look to me and I don't even know why. And Rick's like, Because they can. And he's like, All right. And he gives them half the guns. I'm like, Oh, you dildo. And they go back to the van after this, and all this tension got eliminated by an old lady. <laughs> it's like they all, they all almost died over this, and that was kind of like a. They have a moment where they're kind of talking about it. He's like, "Yeah, I would have, but I have to do what I have to do." And he's like, "You asshole!" <laughs> Rick calls him like an asshole or something like that. And anyway, they go back to the van. The van is stolen. They guess it's stolen by Merle. That is their best guess because they they don't have scared cameras. They don't have a lookout or anything. Um. They cut back. Ed is in bed. Um, it, he, I don't know how to describe this. Remember I said he got punched so hard that he had makeup on him? This is what I was talking about. I talked about it in the last episode of this show. He gets hit so fucking hard by Shane that he has yellow and purple and pink makeup on his face. It looks, it looks terrible. It looks like terrible makeup. It's been like maybe a day, and he's already yellow. Like that, Yellow bruises are like the last bruises you get. It turns like from pink to purple to... To yellow at the very end. Very, very end. So stupid. Anyway, it looks worse. He, he, oh my God, how do I want to say this? His makeup looks worse than the dead people. He looks more dead than them. It's amazing. 
Um, they talk about a watch with, um, what the fuck is his name? Dale and all them. They talk about watches and uh, who gives a shit. Um, he's talking about like, you know, you're looking at the time and time, time, time. I just don't got to watch. Blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, Ed is getting eaten. Like a zombie girls into his tent and he gets eaten. So Shane kind of killed him there. Kind of did because he was pouting and shit and hiding because he was hurt. And then because he was in there, he got eaten. And then Amy comes out of the, the, the camper and she's like, I shit everywhere. There's no toilet paper. And then she gets eaten. Her, her arm gets bitten. And I was like, that was a funny last line. That was strange. Um, and I thought Morales got bitten, but I guess not. Like, I wrote this down, but he's totally alive, right? Because he leaves at the end of the last episode, right? I don't know. Maybe I wrote this down on. Maybe I need to fix my note. Anyway, the um, my point is, um, I, I need to fix that note, don't I? It's really bothering me right now. It's really, really bothering me. I saw, thought I saw him get eaten, but he's totally alive in the next episode and goes off on his own with his family. So obviously it's a different character that I got, yeah, I got bitten. I got to fix that note. So I'm, I, I, I sincerely apologize to my faithful audience. Holy shit, I fucked that up. Where am I? Um, Rick and the group shows up and they shoot the rest of the zombies and then Amy dies. She done dies. She's dead, guys. Amy's dead. So thank God they had that conversation in the beginning of the episode because otherwise she would have had four lines. And that was most of her dialogue came in this one scene. And she's a fine character. She's a good actress. I'm fine with her. I... It sucks that Andrea has to watch her sister die. Um, but at the same time, she was kind of watching everybody else just just die. Like, I don't know. I don't, she's like, she's so concerned about her sister at this point. She's like, everyone else and me can die now because my sister's dead or dying or bitten or still alive technically. But, but whatever. You guys can all fucking die. I don't care. I'm not going to help anybody. Whatever. The, um, that's how the episode ends. And that's how the, this show ends. So... Good episode. I like this episode. I love the actor that plays Guillermo. It's, he's so good. I looked him up last night, and I haven't really seen him in a whole lot of stuff. He reminds me of a less extreme um, Ludacris, and it's weird because he's in Fast and Furious, or Fast Furious, whatever the fuck they've, the one I didn't see is, the fourth one, whatever the fuck that is. And I was like, oh, they're both in it. That's strange. But I like that actor a lot. I wish he would be in more um, stuff I would watch, I guess is the best way to put it. I want to see him more. I just don't want to go out of my way and watch shit. Not to say he's in shit or anything. I just didn't recognize the stuff he was in. I just I I, I want to see him in things I like more. Is the best way. I want to be as selfish as I can with this statement. I want to be more selfish than I am currently being, which I don't know if it's possible. I'm where the fuck am I going with this? Jesus Christ. Anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to liwstudios.com. Check out li studio uh, or Lodi Wonderland on YouTube. That's how words work. Go there, rate and review, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, all that shit. And I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, we're going to hook up later. Don't worry. We'll get together. We'll get together and we'll pound it out, you know, pound out some flesh. We'll pull, we'll pull a Shane and Rick and we'll blow, blow loads up on you. We'll do, well, don't worry about it, guys. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.